Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. What's up, everybody? February 7th edition of the Fightful MMA podcast. I found him, Elias Theodoro. I have found him. We had no idea where he was. Uh, well, technically, I did know where he was, but we had to wait till he got settled, uh, and he is now settled. Elias, what's going on? What is this, our fourth or fifth backdrop of you being somewhere else other than home? Yes, yes. Uh, the modern-day nomad continues to reprise his role once again every Tuesday. Uh, currently in New York, New York, New York. Uh, in Soho at the beautiful Orlo Hotel. Either way, I'm here uh, to do a quick in and out uh, event for Per Plus. Uh, I'm basically a bunch of different media outlets. I did a little demonstration, uh, a workout, and, uh, you know, just showed off the hair. Uh, you say Pert Plus, obviously one of your uh, major sponsors, if not the biggest, in my opinion, uh, biggest mainstream. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, it was probably an eventful day. Am I correct? Yeah, no, definitely one of those. Uh, basically, me and a bunch of different uh, media types uh, punching and kicking. And I obviously, again, showed off the hair. That's not a lie. Because if, if I was there, I'd probably get myself in trouble because I've been in New York. I've been to Soho. I'm adding Pert Plus into this equation right now. I'm sure there were many beautiful women there, and I know you behave yourself. That That's the fact. I'm sure you were surrounded by beautiful women, uh, and they're all staring at your hair and realizing, dude, this guy's a fighter. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, you are not wrong, as usual, sir. So uh, basically, uh, another tough day uh, in the life of Elias Theodore. So it's a tough job, like I said, but someone's got to do it. What's it like, though, when you actually when you, when you actually put yourself in the third person? Because you're living it, but when you actually go back and you're in a situation right now where you're, where you're talking to me or when you have moments to yourself, what goes through your mind and you think to yourself, what's going Like, this is cool. Like, what's happening here? Yeah, no, it, again, it, it's one of those things where, it, you know, with all the hard work in regards to getting to the UFC, getting to develop a brand that is yourself, uh, you know, the, having the best hair and – the UFC, or as I like to say, the best hair in combat sports, um, I think in many ways, it didn't start overnight. It took a whole progression and eventually 
uh, it got me here and I'm starting to live the fruits of my labor in regards to, yes, it's a very fun, fulfilling uh, job. If you want to call it that, I, I think career ish, it's somewhere in between. It's, it's me being me. And uh, in, in today's uh, economy, today's, world there's so much opportunity to kind of run with it i think in many ways we're in a, a state of fake it till you make it and i i'm actually not the one that dubbed myself the best hair in mma that eventually was bestowed on me but um with that i think in many ways it kind of grew into the the, the grassroots and obvious uh thing that it did and now it's official with a handsome uh endorsement from perp well, as always, uh, and I'm saying this uh, not from a friend, as a friend, but as a, a someone in the media. Congratulations, as a friend. Thank that's you, awesome. Thank uh, you. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> that's it. Um, I'm thinking to myself in terms of, of of getting such an endorsement, um, but at the same time, now your hair, uh, it's almost like it's a, it's an insurable commodity, right? And you well, know, there was a well, question that was yeah. asked. Right. There was a question that was asked about two or three weeks ago from a fan. I said, hey, what if Elias was 186.4? Would he cut his hair? And I was like, he can't. He's just he's got to figure it out. No, no. no. I'd probably lose the finger, a finger before I'd lose the hair. <laughs> uh, no. And, and with that being said, I'm a professional. Uh, I make weight. That's the difference. Uh, don't put yourself in those positions and you never have to deal with it. Um, again, I now am blessed to be in a situation where I get paid handsomely to be a brand ambassador for a great well-known brand. Um, and again, it's one of those outliers in regards to it's outside of our market. It's not, it's not tap out. It's not, uh, you know, any of the other brands in regards to the MMA uh, sphere or the original, like I said, tap out, obviously they're now more on the, the pro wrestling side being a, a part of uh wwe and whatnot but uh the point still stands it's not monster energy drink it's not this and that it's it's a blue chip company it's it's part of a, a bigger uh a brand that owns you know a conglomerate blah 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 but it's a it's a, a 500 uh fortune 500 company in regards to the company that owns per plus how did it all get started that's the real question. How did who went where? Obviously, the hair thing is is the, obviously the synergy and, and the one yeah. the domino that makes things fall. But how did it all start? I mean, did you reach out? Did your people reach out? Did someone come up with the idea saying, "Hey, uh, you know what?" It turned into a joke, and now it's like, "Hey, whoa, 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 we can do this." Uh, it exactly what happened. Uh, I'm going to give credit where credits due. It's Shanda, formerly with the UFC. Uh, I was basically in uh, Vegas, and we were giving a, a ticket giveaway, and I basically did a a hair kind of brush thing. Uh, where like, you know, my man bun, I took it out and I waved it in all of its glory. And she did it in slow-mo and she put it out there and they find Elias in his hair. And then someone, I think, basically was like, hey, uh, you should get a hair sponsorship or whatever. And then Shanda actually um, reached out to a whole bunch of different companies. But Her Plus was the original one that I wanted to work with. Um, I've Again, they're a company that's been around for 30 years. I've, I remember them from the original two-in-one days. Uh, for those of you that remember the karate uh, twins and, and whatnot, so I, I again, it, it is it, it has a full coming of circle if you want to if you want in regards to Per Plus being uh, a fixture in regards to my hair care uh, for years, and also uh, the fact that again they're they're karate based. If you look at it, that was one fixtures, and now they've had the full mixed martial arts. Having yours truly be the uh, 
the the brand ambassador or the hair ambassador. Well, the hair ambassador. I'm just going to say the hair ambassador. In terms ambassador. of the actual deal itself, because obviously you and I, you know, we can bring in some comparisons now with George St. Pierre and, and all the different mainstream sponsors he was able to bring to the table uh, who were basically you know, probably looking at mixed martial arts and saying, I don't know, I don't know, but now it's totally different. Um, he's paving the way for guys like yourself to get these blue chip sponsors. In terms of That's what Perp sure. Plus – in terms of what Perp Plus uh, and your relationship with them, what is ta- like? What is the future going to happen? Is there going to be commercials? Is it a global thing? Is it a Canadian thing? Is it a North American thing? Um, what, what, it's actually know, a U.S. thing. Oh wow! It's actually wow. a U.S.E. thing. I, I uh, what's it called? I actually made the deal with U.S. Uh, per, uh, first, and now Canada. There's three different markets, main markets for Perp. It's um, the U.S., Canada, and Australia. So fancy that! I got America first. Canada has already approached me, and who won Canada versus Australia? And uh, we're about to be world ambassador pretty damn soon. And uh, when I say, uh, again, I don't want to brag, but I'm very excited because, honestly, I'm, I'm, at the beck- I'm at the doorstep of making more money being a hair model than uh, being a professional puncher and kicker. Um, and that has to do with more, again, that's not a slight of mixed martial arts. It is the reason why I've gotten the notoriety, why I've gotten the position that I am. And endorsements ring true like that. Uh, I, I'm just checking my schedule. You did mention Australia as a potential. Do I need to book <laughs> yes. something here? or? Well, everything's just starting off with um, in regards to Burt. But the other beautiful aspect, Melbourne, it actually has the third largest uh, Greek population outside of uh, Greece. So I also have Toronto. Montreal, and now Melbourne, uh, where I have fixtures in regards to opportunities to, again, be a brand ambassador. Uh, everything you just had me at Australia, so when you're ready to go, yes. I'm in. Um, let's talk about uh, someone who's not from Australia, but from way far away from us uh, in Korea, in the Korean zombie who competed this past weekend, taking on Dennis Bermudez. And I learned something, you know, it, it, sometimes, you, you, you know, I posted, I wrote an article for Fightful MMA, Elias, and Tuesdays yep. to me is, is a fantastic day in the, in, in the week of mixed martial arts because it's that one day where, you know, the UFC starts pumping up their Wednesday, uh, using Wednesday as beginning to kick off their fight week leading up to a Saturday event, whereas Monday we're still sort of kind of recovering from what happened on Saturday slash Sunday. Tuesday yep. is the day I call it the MMA coffee day. I can sit back, I can relax, and really – dissect what just happened on Saturday before getting ready for what's about to happen next Saturday. What I learned with Korean Zombie is this whole rust, this whole cage rust, this whole, wait a second, we need to look at this a little further because the reality is, and it might be stating the obvious, ring rust and cage rust really only takes place after a few rounds. It doesn't happen in the first round. Your timing could be off because he was getting tagged. Your distance could be off because he was getting hit. But you still got that power, and that speed is still there. So we need to reevaluate cage rust and ring rust, in my opinion. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. This is this is hey hey first question, and we agree. This is this this is a good podcast already. Um, <laughs> it's always a great podcast. But uh, what, what I, I would agree with you 110. Um, percent I think it comes down to it's all mental. Um, again, uh, not the the better fighter doesn't always win uh, in many ways. Um, it has to do with who's better on game day. And I think the Korean zombie showed up, uh, even with the three plus years that was away from, he was away, obviously for service. 
it obviously was in his mind. He was probably counting down every single day. He was coming off of a, a dislocation in his actual shoulder blade with uh, with uh, Aldo in his last fight. So one, he got to heal. He's now presumably 100%. And two, when you come back after three and a half years, you really want it. And uh, another outlier, again, is obviously uh, Dominic Cruz, who, who showed that um, in many ways ring rust is all here. Yeah, it's it's one of those things for Dominic Cruz, Korean Zombie, Freddie Essensau, uh with Titan. Uh, it continues to sort of open my mind, and I love it. You know, it's not that I felt like I was wrong, because I don't feel like I was wrong. I thought cage rust and ring rust is definitely real, but it's real a little bit later on in the fight. Now, when he was getting tagged, I was like, oh, boy, you're getting hurt, but you are the Korean zombie. You have some sort exactly. of asphalt in your chin, so it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but, it's tough uh, to yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go on, go on. In regards to an example where it would counter the balance of it, but that there's outside factors. We talked about Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen being, again, older. Um, Mexican supplements no longer being an option. Um, and other uh, facts in regards to the hype and being in a new scene, being in a new organization. Uh, I think there was part mental. He even, uh, he even acknowledged it himself. Deer caught in a headlight. And it doesn't help when you're fighting a bigger, uh, stronger opponent like Tito Ortiz. Even with the uh, the broken necks that he's uh, had over the years, he's still a, a shit hit brick house. And uh, it being that his final fight, he obviously wanted to win and won so by some kind of crank. Yes, I was going to say crank. Uh, speaking of uh, quote-unquote Mexican supplements, uh, I'm actually, believe it or not, I've got a vacation coming up with the family. It's the first okay. in a very long time, and we're going to Mexico. Uh, is there anything yeah, I should know before I get down there? No. <laughs> um, basically, uh, the term itself, uh, if, I, if I'm going to give it credit where credit due, it comes from uh, Joe Rogan is the one that kind of says it the most. Uh, in many ways, uh, I believe it's more on the lax um, medical they have in general uh in mexico uh and it just basically means tainted but in a purposeful way understood well i'll i'll kind of curb myself and be careful whatever i eat down there and whatever i ingest down there because uh as you know you and i talk i've off what's that sorry no no uh sorry to interrupt again but uh in all truth be told USADA does warn us about different places all over the world where they do have horrible uh guidelines in regards to food and they pump their animals full of steroids, and you actually will test positive. China being one of them, I think Mexico being one of them. You actually have to be careful of where you eat. Um, China, I know for sure. Uh, they, when you they, yeah, they actually go on, pump go it on. through. They, they pump it full of different pharmaceuticals. Different uh, uh, even America has certain things that we don't do in regards to um, their estrogen in regards to milk. Uh, again, we live in a beautiful country called Canada which uh, has uh, very strict guidelines. I think regulations when it comes to our food and safety is a very important thing, um, whether it, whether in regards to, uh, let's say, economic and the free market. Sure, there is some, you know, uh, there, there is some room to, to work on, but I think in regards to our safety, you can't really trust uh, companies that want more bottom line rather than our actual, uh, our number one being, their number one priority, our safety being their number one priority. But in all seriousness, going back to it, 
China, uh, different places all over the world. USADA warns us about don't eat the fucking meat because you don't know what's in there. So, okay, let's let's just stop the stop the card here for a second. Uh, is this something that they tell you in terms of like a PDF file, an email? Uh, is it something on their site? Yep, a little bit of yeah. everything in between. Uh, there's notifications. There's no this. There's that. Um, they're very they're very up to date. They tell you. And again, the, uh, right after my fight, I think like the Monday, there's a uh, uh, it's optional, but they're going to tell you all about all the different guidelines and all the this and all of that. They're going to go through a whole tutorial about a live tutorial that everyone can chime into. It's going to think it's going to be a free streaming, uh, basically live event, kind of like what we're doing here, but it's going to be more one way where they talk to us. And I, I don't know if they're going to have questions. I don't know, but you have to sign up, blah, 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 blah. And you have to do your due diligence. I'm responsible of what's in my body. Um, so I am going to take advantage. I, even though my, my, I, my sponsor, HPN, uh, they're, they're again, safe for sport. They have the label. They have a guarantee. I still, in many ways, um, I, I'm still responsible for what I put into it. I know every, even though, again, they are the exception of the rule, especially in the States. They're, they're a U.S. company because in many ways, uh, America is the Wild West in regards to supplements. Uh, the FDA uh, basically fought, I mean, uh, the supplement comp- uh, industry fought tooth and nail to make sure that they're not considered medicine. Uh, and they kind of fall in this in-between of food and uh, medicine where it's um, a supplement, it's its own uh, kind of bracket and they don't actually have to adhere to the same rules and regulations. They, they have a proprietary blend. Uh, fear any company that says proprietary blend. Uh, again, I, I have a company that I believe in, that I rely on to be uh, part of... Uh, basically the building blocks in regards to me being a clean sport, a clean athlete rather. Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, and you've been a proponent of this forever, uh, only because I've known you uh, long before you got onto the Ultimate Fighter, long before you got in the UFC. Uh, and we actually talked about this, I think, uh, at the Fight Network party, amongst other things that we can't bring up on this podcast. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, when you get these types of advisories and you do so much traveling, now it is North America, it is the States, it is Canada, uh, but you know, you could be going to Melbourne, you could be going to so many different places. Does it make you nervous when you see some of these things and you may realize, you know what, my favorite food is, I don't know, steak, and now I can't have steak because I'm going to this country? Or is it like, you know what, I'm only here for a week or two and it's going to be fish and chicken? Or you know what, if I got to be a, if I gotta be a vegetarian for this trip, I'll be a vegetarian. Shameless plug. I want to thank Fuel Food for always making sure that I have nothing but the best, safest, and delicious meals to go. And uh, obviously, they're a Canadian brand, specifically Toronto, a meal delivery system, uh, to the service, rather. Uh, and I just, uh, again, for Fight Camp, obviously, me being uh, their athlete, they ship it to me, and I, I can make the exception of the rule. Um, I have great brands that I work with. I work with nothing but the best, and I make sure... Again, it's my due diligence. I'm on the road. I'm in training camp. I'm eating proper. Everyone else was eating, uh, you know, after the different demonstrations that I did. They had, you know, some some good, some bad in regards to um, a protein bars or whatever like that. They had sugary drinks, but they had non-sugary drinks. But I stick to my water and I stick to my fuel foods. Shameless plug. But, um, no, the important thing is, again, it's up to you. Uh, due diligence. I'm I'm an athlete, and I, in many ways, I have nothing to hide. So that I think that's one of the things that um, 
I think my saving grace is, is the idea that when you have nothing to hide uh, and you do your due diligence, uh, you accept, again, I welcome all the, uh, the, 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 the random drug testing. I welcome uh, the, the steps, then somewhat the hassle. Uh, I get random people showing up at my door at the most random times, and I encourage it, and I accept it, and I love it. Because you got you got to give us an example. Heard. You got to give us an example. Oh yes, no, uh, New York uh, from my camp, uh, getting ready for uh, Tiago Santos. Uh, they it was a confusion because I switched. Um, I uh, what's it called? Uh, I um, basically had both my Canadian and my New York uh, house uh, or New York uh, rental kind of on, on the limp. So they, they went to my Canadian house. They're like, hey, this is when it was just starting. They're like, hey, we went there and you weren't there. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm here. I put it in. I must not have deleted the old one. It's new to me. They're like, okay, we'll give you this one. Because it was the first 30 days of basically the drug testing. They're like, not a problem. We're going to get, we're going to figure it out another time. We won't give you a strike this time. I'm like, thank you. Uh, flashback or flash forward another week later, I'm in New York. And again, this is a, this is a whole, uh, an Airbnb that I'm renting, uh, the door actually at the bottom was locked, right? There was two doors to get in there. You had to unlock the first door to walk up to the apartment that I was renting. So I'm pretty sure at five o'clock in the morning, maybe 4.30, the gentleman climbed through the fire escape. The Come fire on. Escape, climbed up the fire escape to go to the main entrance smashing on the door wake up wake up wake up and i'm thinking it's the cops it's four o'clock in the five o'clock in the morning and i open the door i do the drug test everything by the top by the time he he announces who he is i'm like i'll come in and i do the whole the whole actual uh piss tests and blood tests or whatever like that and it's only after i do it that i look down and i realize i'm actually wearing a free nick diaz t-shirt <laughs> that's amazing so i didn't even realize i was wearing a, a free nick ds t-shirt while i'm actually doing a drug test did did he notice it did he say anything did the person realize I what the shirt was I about i think he didn't i don't think he even realized what that was he doesn't know he, it wasn't because again they're not there for mixed martial arts they're there in general for uh they do all athletes so i don't think he was too uh he was kind of like you know pretty um new new in regards to uh everything i was telling him for uh, mixed martial arts, like, uh, you know, talking about different gyms and blah, 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 and kind of giving them the lay of the land and stuff like that. I'm like, who you kind of have to watch out for? You know what I mean? Um, but uh, again, if you have nothing to hide, it's not, man. But um, what I was going to say was the, the, the irony of just wearing a free Nick DSD shirt was just beautiful. That's fantastic. That is absolutely fantastic. So I guess lesson learned that when it comes to USADA, uh, it doesn't matter where you are, they will show up there at any time you need to be. It's, it's not even a fact that you're sleeping. It's if they come knocking, nope. you got to, you, you got to put Yeah. Wow. Okay. You got to pee. Well, you got to wake up and uh, flash your piece and take a pee right in the morning. So it's very, you know, it could be a very, uh, I don't want to say mood killer, but it could be like, you know, very stage fright uh, enforced when you have to, because they have to, they have to make sure it's not a rubber. Uh, again, a couple people with uh, a couple fake dicks ruined it for all of us. So they gotta just watch you pee 
and see everything. And this just got extremely disturbing. All right, then. Yeah. Or perfect. <laughs> so, I, I just keep setting you up for these things. You asked for a story. You asked for a story. You're we'll get more fault. from you. We will definitely get more from you uh, at another time. I, I, I don't even want to get into the fact because I'm trying to just segue over to the ladies that were in the co-main event. Uh, and some way, somehow, I'm pretty sure you're going to give me some USADA story that you may have heard from Felice Herrig or Alexa Grasso or some other mixed martial artists on the UFC yeah. roster. I, I, I kind of don't want to hear it, to be honest with you, Elias. Then I won't tell you about it. Then I won't tell you about it. Or the fact that I can tell you about what uh, uh, human growth hormone and steroids do to the female anatomy uh, went on it. Uh, digress so- on that. Well, no, no, not necessarily because I've been I've been reading a lot of on HGH uh, and just what it does to the to the human body in general. Uh, I think it is sort of. Listen, there's going to be athletes, Elias, as you know, that are going to try and do whatever they can to get the upper hand in their comp. Petition, including females that are like, you know what, I'm a sp of in the t- being in the top 10, top five, and the only way I'm going to beat uh, Johanna Yajacek or the only way I'm going to beat, uh, you know, it, it, it could be anybody. It could be Amanda Nunes. It could be Cyborg. And, you know, it could be, if I'm going to beat this person, I've got to take this. This is what's going to get me over the edge. So, I mean, what, what, have you, what have you seen? What have you read? What have you heard in terms of that type of research? Because to me, when I read it, it scares me. Well, yes, but it's also because, again, when uh, when they're doing it from, you know, getting it from a friend uh, out of a gym and not your doctor, uh, it's a little different in Florida where it might be a little bit more prevalent with all the aging clinics. No comment. Pointing no fingers. Pointing no fingers. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, – the important thing to say is it actually basically puts you through um, puberty all over again. That's where the acne comes from. That's where people's heads start growing because your pituitary gland is constantly creating more and more uh, chemicals, more and more um, basically uh, process of being a teenager again. You're getting hair where you didn't get hair. Um, and, it, you know, for men, it shrinks their uh, testicles because your body doesn't need to make the testosterone. For women, it uh, what's it called enlarges your clitoris um, and basically creates uh, a very long uh, clitoris because uh, just the way it protrudes in regards to your your body. That's that, again, if you're putting excess, your body eventually is like, hey, we don't need to do this anymore, and it just allows this new aspect to change. I, I've never listen. I I don't claim because obviously I know people uh, not in the MMA industry, but they, you know that guys that just they live for it. They cycle. They love it. They they're absolutely massive. Yep. They're ripped. You see them on, on and you're like, dude, congratulations. But I know I know that's not natural. You and I both know it's not natural. So good for you. And I, I just can't can't understand why why people would want to put that in their body, effectively shutting down the natural system of, of the development and, and the building of testosterone. I just, I don't get it. Well, yes, I can. I, I can totally get it. One for the, 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 what, what it does, it works. Let's be real. It works. That's the reason why people are doing it. Um, and especially when you get to a certain age, your, your body naturally, your endocrine, your endocrine systems basically shut down. So if your body's not building the testosterone, why wouldn't you use technology to do that? Um, when I'm 50, when I'm 60, I will probably be completely on it with, again, a regulated doctor approved doctor, uh, uh, um, just a regimen, a regimen, like a TRT regimen. Yeah. Yes. That's different. That's different. But if you're getting off somebody 
in a in a goddamn gym locker room, uh, you you're obviously going to have some repercussions. And one of my coaches, like again, Lachlan, uh, who's been one of my coaches from the beginning, he always said if he he th- said the mental aspect, if you can't get through the regional circuit without some type of performance enhancing drug, you're not mentally going to be ready for the big leagues. If you can't be Joe Schmo, sorry to... Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm using the example, obviously, Joe Schmo, uh, which is uh, basically the example of the idea of um, someone in the regional scene, then you're not going to be able to beat uh, Anderson Silva. You're not going to be able to beat a Chris Weidman, who is at that highest level, and again, who's mentally strong. Uh, Chris Weidman specifically, who I know is 100% clean and is another advocate of a clean sport and has nothing to hide. So if you can't beat some dude that you are going to fight in the regionals, your fourth fight out, how are you going to be mentally prepared or physically prepared to beat the top echelons? So again, I definitely fought some people that were on, I think, um, performance enhancing drugs throughout my career. And I honestly use that as a mental advantage because I know that if they rely on something, they need to break them because if they can't do it naturally and I can they're in a world for hurt because I keep on going and they don't. That's a valid case. Okay, so that's a valid point. And, and I've had this, this conversation before with numerous fighters. Uh, actually, Sean Pearson is one of them. Uh, George St. Pierre being another, you being another, um, you know, some guys in the States, Dominic Cruz was one. Uriah Faber was another. I, I, I always ask, uh, cause the one thing that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm that guy that, that gives people the benefit of the doubt. You know, I don't believe that anyone cheats. And in reality, tons yeah. of people cheat, right? Most, um, yeah. Most. Uh, and that's the truth. People tell me it's most. And even if it's not HGH, even if it's not steroids, even if it's not performance-enhancing drugs, even a huge TRT thing, I gave the benefit of the doubt. What's that? Yep. It's something in between. Yeah. Now, there are other things on the ban list. So I ask you this, uh, and, and I had this conversation with Faraz, who kind of gave me a – Faraz Zahabi, uh, who kind of gave me his sort of answer. Do you have – your own sort of eyeball test that when you look at someone, you're like, you know, but not well, the obvious. Yep. Now, when I say not the obvious, because um, GSP had told me one time, as well as Faraz, they had pointed out a few people, and I was like, no, no, no. Well, lo and behold, guess whose careers have changed since USADA? Guess who have been caught courtesy of USADA? And I just looked at George, and I'll be texting, or, or Faraz, and I'm like, you were right. The eyeball test worked. You weren't wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and let, like we hinted about it earlier, camps too. Um, there's also certain camps that are renowned uh, without pointing names. I know uh, different camps that in many ways used to joke around about, you know, having their own labels on them back in the day. So again, uh, I think there is a whole culture that was around uh, before mixed martial arts became a, a full sport because before there's any money, it's all about bragging rights. It's all about honor. And you're going to try and get to victory any way you can because it's the Wild West. If you are pretty much guaranteed in some place like we talked about last time, Japan, where in many ways it's still the Wild West. Love Japan. Still the Wild West. Uh, mixed martial arts. Uh, if you're about 60% sure your opponent is... Why the hell wouldn't you? Vanderlei Silva took one look at Mirko Krokop. I'm injured. Because someone else needs to have, you know, anything you can do, I should do bigger. Um, I'm not in any certain way going to dis... dis- yes, no, no. I'm not, not going to argue that point only because I know of characters that you and I have mentioned on this podcast before, uh, certain gentlemen who realized that once they had an opponent change, realized who their opponent change was, and literally just went, stabbed themselves, and went, I'll be ready. And the next day, Usada showed up. Ooh, it's not a good look. I'll let people sort of, yeah, I'll let people sort of do the math there. Uh, you talk about a Mexican supplement cocktail. Whoo Career killer. Um, all right, let's move. Let's let's go quickly go through what happened uh, in UFC Houston. Uh, Felice Herrig clearly, Elias, did not get the memo that she was supposed to be a stepping stone for Alexa Grasso, who was supposed to be continuing her ascension up the rankings. And Felice Herrig was supposed to be someone that was supposed to take a beating. Uh, Felice never got that memo. Are you surprised? Uh, no, she's a veteran for a reason. She's been in the UFC. She's been a part of. Invicta, she's been a part of uh, different kickboxing around the world. Like, again, she has the tenacity, she has the technique, and she has the ability to beat anyone, I think, in that division for the most part. Um, she's had her good days, she's had her bad, but she still has fight. And I think um, if the day you think you're going to beat someone, um, you better beat them. And when you lose by a decision, uh, in many ways, um, it's a learning lesson. And obviously, uh, as someone who has this, uh, I think it's a split decision or decision, whatever, um, lost his own right. And I think I very much did grow from it. And even when I, again, I think I am a much better fighter, a uh, well-rounded fighter than my opponent, Cesar Ferrer, but I'm not going to in any way look past his athleticism, his tenacity, and his hunger. He has... I think two or three kids that he's putting food on their table. And that is a form of hunger that I don't know. I'm, you know, I have a great girlfriend, uh, but me and her are very much are very, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? We're very much in our, you know, us selfish phase in regards to we get to, you know, after my fight, we're going to go to L. She's going to come with me to LA when I do do something. 
and we're gonna go somewhere warm and then i'm gonna go travel do something for hard knocks again and then i have something else or whatever so again and i'm in new york uh, i have no real um commitments other than you know i'll give her a phone call tonight and maybe do a little skype just like we're doing right now joe isn't it beautiful? We keep up, we keep in touch every single week. Every Tuesday, we Skype date. It's so beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I'm going to pretend the last 30 seconds of his answer never took place. <laughs> if it's video proof. Oh, this is going to have to be edited. No, it's if not. it's not Sean Anderson ripping me, it's Elias putting me in these predicaments, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I love my boys. This is why I love my guys. <laughs> these guys, they know how to take things so perfectly and then hammer me one way or another. Uh, exactly, rhythm. But uh, no, the point being said, um, the point being said, and these tips don't lie, Joe, maybe next Tuesday you'll find out. No, no, we have to wait for post-fight. Yes, absolutely. Post-fight. Quick question post-fight. for you regarding, um, you, you mentioned hard knocks. You've been to hard knocks. You've, you've been and seen, you competed in the grassroots scene. You've competed. You've, you've been around. You've done commentary. You've seen so many mixed martial artists outside of the UFC. And I'm bringing this up because Volkan Uzdemir came out of nowhere. He comes into the, you know, he was supposed to fight in Titan. We all know the story. Uh, the, just before the weigh-ins, he gets plucked. He gets pulled. He's got two weeks' notice to prepare for, for OSP. Now, OSP is taking some flack for his performance. Uh, and people are saying that fight could have gone either way. What I'm trying to get at is you got a guy like Vulcan Ozdemir. To me, is proof positive that outside of the UFC, uh, and this is no slight towards you, by the way, but outside of the UFC, there's a lot of good talent that can come in and wreak havoc in every single division. For sure. And especially if you, like no slight against him, set the bar low and you overachieve. And the idea that, if again, if it's this person that's coming out of nowhere under the radar and you expect certain things, just like the Felicia Heron example, if you expect something, when it doesn't happen, you're like, wait, what just happened? It's a fight. Anything can happen. And two people go in and only one will get their hand raised. And it's not always who you expect it to be. We've seen many different situations where that's been. And that's the beauty of mixed martial arts. So I talk about the lessons learned from this UFC Houston show. One of the things I learned was courtesy of, of the tiny tornado, tiny tornado, Tisha Torres, who, you know, I, I just absolutely adore, absolutely love. The first time I met her, I, I was, I, I, I melted because literally I went from Tisha Torres. This is when they introduced the, the cast of the ultimate fighter. I interviewed her and I melted. I'm like, what a sweetheart. And lo and behold, I turn around and there's Beck Rawlings that I've got to interview now. And she's an even bigger sweetheart. So these two competing once again, kind of breaks my heart, but it is what it is. Tisha Torres heading into this fight basically stated she had one foot out the door. She said she was done. She wasn't going to compete again. Well, clearly she did a fantastic job in earning this unanimous decision and then states afterwards, I'm ready to fight. I want to continue fighting. And I was like, oh my God, you just totally played a mind game on me. Fair enough. And well, that's the thing. It's probably a mind game for her. Think about where her mindset is. Nothing's better than having your hand raised. And if you've kind of missed that in the last couple of outings, I can understand that. Um, if I was to have, let's say, if I was to have lost Sam Alvey in an even more devastating fashion than I lost to Tiago Santos, who knows where I would have been. Um, uh, again, especially as someone like myself that has more options than most, um, I think I could put equally as much effort into something else and be successful in it. But my passion is mixed martial arts. I think 
Tisha getting her hand raised, she realized her passion is mixed martial arts. Awesome. She's getting her degree. I want to wish her the best. Uh, she's almost done, I believe, uh, in getting her degree. I want to ask you a quick question. You talk about um, – oh, you know, If I have my degree? Yes, I do have my degree. <laughs> Bachelor of Arts, if that's in? what you're asking. In? What's called uh, Bachelor of Arts in Creative Advertising because I'm developing the brand that is myself. Snaps. Oh, my God. He won't even let me segue, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to segue using his answer. This is what you call uh, an experienced broadcaster feeding off the answer and moving on to the next thing. He killed it. He just kills my segues. That's what the only. This is going to be called Killing Joe's Segways Podcast. How's that? Is that fair? I was going to say something else. That... <laughs> don't. Don't. I want to feed off the answer, though. Let me feed off the answer for a moment. Because what you mentioned was, you know, there could have been a difference when you fought Sam Alvey. Um takes me to the Curtis Blades fight against Adam Milstead. That guy's knee was disgusting, okay? Heading into that corner or in between rounds, the first and second round, you could see that knee was just... holding it. Yeah. He was holding it the whole way time. So we're talking about corners. Uh, And obviously, you mentioned Lachlan. You you mentioned your corners, the guys that help you ready for fights and and the people that are behind you that are there going to war with you. George always tells me, these are the people that that I need to go to war with me. I don't want my family there, Okay. How much is it – and Sean Ross Sapp told me yesterday, it's, it's case-by-case basis, and I get it. But how much is it incumbent on the corners to really realize, look, I know you know your fighter. I know your fighter's got a ton of heart, but there's going to be times when if you just let it go, I know it's going to affect their paycheck and it's going to be a loss on that column, but you're saving them for a future fight. Um, how much of it do you have that relationship with your corner? Do you trust your corner and say, you know what, guys, if I'm in pain, if I'm hurt, you got to stop this fight? Or you know, sometimes it's, it's better that you do it because I won't. Like, does that, that that conversation ever take place? Yes and no. I, I think uh, in many ways we're at a with all my coaches, whether it's going to be uh, my my corners that are going to be in the fight, Chad Pearson, Crew Ash, uh, Faraz, whoever it, those three are going to be. Let's say for this specific fight, they know me. They know uh, basically my ability and whether I am physically able to fight or not um i i think it really is a case-by-case basis uh it really depends if you have someone like bj penn whose brothers threw in the towel in many in many ways um in many ways uh he had nothing left in him kind of thing you gotta uh, gotta you gotta put the fighter's best interest ahead of their own interest in general that's the problem. Uh, I, I, you guys, your hearts are so big. Uh, sometimes it can't be trusted. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I sit I there. I'm guilty because you know I, I get you know obviously in terms of knowing fighters on a personal level, uh, you then have that connection where you're kind of like you know I'm thinking about you know you know your family, your your whether you have kids or not, and you know I could see your girlfriend over there, I can see your wife over there, and I'm like, oh boy, this is this is not going to be good, but. It is what it is. Let's move on uh, to, to this Saturday's pay-per-view. Uh, a couple of guys competing in your division. Uh, we'll get to those momentarily. But kicking off that pay-per-view, to my understanding, is Dustin Poirier taking on Jim Miller. I love this fight. I want to know if Dustin Poirier can figure out Jim Miller in 15 minutes because Jim Miller is going to show up there with his, with his lunch pail, his hard hat, and he's going to push Dustin Poirier to the brink. That's exactly right. We're talking about tough fighters, and uh, Miller's definitely one of those. Uh, but Dustin, again, it's one of those things where – Obviously, he did get smoked by Michael uh, in his last showing. Uh, anything can happen, but he was 
prior to that, I think on a three fight win streak. So I, I, I've been following him, whether it's him or, uh, uh, I can't, uh, brain fart right now. Oh my God. Uh, either way, uh, I've been following Dustin. He seems like he's motivated. He has a baby on the way or a baby that just have, uh, came. Uh, he's obviously motivated for that. So again, a loss he's been in horrible losses before one can look at the McGregor fight, which was even bigger of a platform in regards to losing against McGregor. And he came back on to go on a three fight win streak. So this is, I, I think both fighters have a great shot of winning. Uh, obviously Miller has the more grind out, uh, take him to the, take him to task and take him off 15 minutes where Dustin has heavy hands and can bang. Yeah. I, I'm so looking forward to this fight. Like I said, just to yep. see if Dustin can figure, him out, and if Jamil just puts a hurt on him, either way, it's going to be fantastic. Now, yep. speaking of guys who had a hurt and put on them, Glover Teixeira is now returning uh, for the first time since being uppercutted to sleep by Anthony Rebel Johnson. He's taking on Jared Cannonier, who's you know top fifteen uh, right now because so many guys have been leaving this division. Uh, he's a tough guy. Glover Teixeira coming off that crazy knockout. Uh, what's your assessment of this one? It's not a gimme fight. Let's not call it that because, again, in mixed martial arts, there is there are no easy fights. In many ways, uh, there are two competitive individuals that are going to come at each other. Um, but one would say the consensus is that Glover should win this fight. But is it the Glover of old entering or is it the Glover of new? Is it a, is that a positive thing or a negative thing? It only Only Saturday will show. Uh, in many ways, it's all mental, and it really depends on who we will both agree, probably, uh, who the betting favorite is, hands down. But the big issue being, does Glover want it? Can Glover get it? And is a title run still in his rear mirror? You're, you're bang on. He is the betting favorite, but not by much. He's at minus 165 right now. But the guy that's really, really massive uh, in terms of middleweights, in terms of is Hanado Jacques. He's minus 500 over Tim Boach, who's the underdog at plus 400. I mean, Jacques Day, to me, uh, obviously a dangerous, dangerous man. I'll never forget, and I mentioned it yesterday with Sean Rossap, that fight with Yoel Romero uh, is one of the most underappreciated, underrated fights ever because that was just a monstrosity, and it showed how tough Souza actually is. Uh, I'm not saying Tim Boach is, is in for you know a short night, but Souza is just an absolute animal. When he turns it on, it can get real ugly for Tim in a, in a heartbeat. Yes, but let's give the Barbarian his credit. He is the best at pulling off third-round glorious hammer slobber knocker victories. One has in to Japan. Look at yep. One has to look at Yushinokami uh, in Japan. He uh, literally getting the shit kicked out of him for the better part of 12 minutes. And the last couple of minutes, yeah, I got this. Oh yeah, and it's it's listen, it, and it's Sean Ross asked for the same thing yesterday. Don't count out Tim Boach. I don't. I will never count out Tim Boach. I just look at this and think Ronaldo Souza is just a monster in my eyes. Now, one guy that used to be the greatest of all time, we can still make the argument is the greatest of all time, Anderson Silva. Uh, he's a minor. He's a plus one thirty underdog against Derek Brunson. Uh, I never thought I would ever hear that day or, or kind of get to that point where we would see Anderson Silva as the underdog, but. Anderson Silva potentially emerging victorious on Saturday night. We'll throw a curveball 
in your division because people always want him to continue to do great and not sort of fall off this 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 apex that he was on. Um, your thoughts on what's expected between him and Derek Brunson on Saturday night? Well, I'm flabbergasted. I didn't know he was the uh, underdog. That's probably the first time in over a decade he has been the underdog. Wow. Father time. You can't beat him. You can't beat Father Time. That's that's my basically analysis. Obviously, um, I still think technique um, is so much on Anderson's side. Uh, one has to look at uh, uh, Brunson's last fight with Whitaker, where there are some uh, you know some huge holes. Obviously, he's an explosive, powerful person that will take uh, your head off if he can. Um, but the just the difference in regards to skill. Anderson, even when he loses, for some reason, he not a scratch on him, and um, you're destroyed. Like, Michael Bisping. Michael Bisping won. I think he won. Um, but yet, his face looked like a pizza. <laughs> um, and Anderson is somehow, you know, not a scratch on him. So... It, Derek is not in for an easy night. I think consensus would say first three rounds, or first sorry, first round. Derek has the best opportunity to win. Uh, Anderson's chin has been a little iffy as of late. He's been knocked down a bunch of times. Uh, even in the Bisping fight, he was knocked down. Even in um, obviously we look at the Weidman fights. So I think um, Anderson could lose that that's a actual fact we're gonna have to start grasping with he says he's game but at the same time he has not won a fight i think in five fights it's been a while it's been a while all right let's segue over to the main event here uh it's it's sort of a weird one because holly holm coming off two losses uh jermaine randy she hasn't competed well she's competed but it's just a weird scenario considering this division is basically cyborg's division default Yes, yeah, but unfortunately, Cyborg has this another um, sort of situation with a, a drug test, uh, with USADA informing her of a violation uh, and not being able to... It's just a, a weird sort of story. So right now, fighting for that featherweight strap, we'll be home. Dirandami, how do you break this one down? Um, The Iron Lady's a tough girl. She is a savage. She is known for beating the crap out of dudes. Uh, uh, and again, this is a... I wouldn't be surprised if Holly starts trying to take her down um, in the sense that that's where she's had difficult times in regards to mixed martial arts and the idea that, that she's not necessarily a complete martial artist. She's obviously more of a kickboxer, more of a Muay Thai fighter. So I think Holly is more of a counter fighter, um, more of the angles, but the Iron Lady can drop some iron and finish uh Holly possibly. Bottom light, bottom line. Is this for Cyborg? Because when Cyborg finally gets a hold of this person, it could be a different story altogether. Or this person could be an absolute superstar if they win and take out Cyborg as well. Or Amanda Nunez coming in for being champ champ. Who knows? Who knows? Champ champ. Good point. You wanna you wanna really you wanna really bolster up uh, Amanda Nunez's uh, opportunity as uh, the new uh, queen darling of MMA, uh, female MMA, if you want, if to take in 
what Ronda did and run with it. Amanda Nunes can punch hard. Um, she's a black belt. She's a judo brown belt as well. She's a savage, and she has the making of a potential champion. Well, she already is a champion, but could make history and be the first female champ champ. And, Fantastic. Yep. And actually defend them. Hopefully. I mean, I, I got two, two no, division that, champs. I mean, I mean, that's, you got to be that, able to defend that's, it. That's more, well, well, McGregor. Yeah. Not so much. You hear about this McGregor versus Anderson Silva talk now? Well, they, they, that rumbled a while ago. That rumbled a while ago. But if that's, that's, that's Anderson, I think just kind of talking. Um, I think, uh, I think McGregor has a sights on someone else, someone who is considered still the greatest of all time in a different sport. And that is, uh, Mayweather. And I think, Hey, told anything. Um, but, uh, I really think that is the direction where McGregor's going at the very least. He has all the chips, all the bargaining chips and whether, whether it's the case of they go do it somewhere in a different um, different country and then pay the fine of the hundreds of millions of billions of dollars they'll make to the UFC and say, oops, my bad, I just made $100 million. Here's 10 in fines. Oops. I think that's the directions. McGregor literally has all the chips. Uh, I know that's not the questions you asked, I know we digressed uh, from what it is. Whatever McGregor wants to do, McGregor's going to do. I'm going to end it on that. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I think it's something we could touch on uh, at another time. But I, I like that. Yeah, we talked about it a bit last week. You did it again this week. I like it. Before I let you go, though, because I know we're running out of time here, uh, anything else you want to say to the peeps uh, other than Pert Plus, Fuel Foods, uh, was it H Nutrition or whatever it was? But keep going. Go ahead. Yeah. You got, floor is yours. Hi. The, yeah, high, high, nutri- uh, high performance nutrition, rather. Um, no, I, I again, uh, follow me at, at Elias Theodoro, uh, both on Instagram, Twitter, Elias the Spartan Theodoro on Facebook. I'm very easy to find, uh, the goat on Twitter. Uh, I'll be, I'll be live tweeting this, uh, this event, um, and adding my Spartan flavor. That's me doing the Spice Bay, the little Spartan, Spartan. Flavor. Um, and uh, thank everyone for following my journey and I'm really excited to get closer to my event after we have this main event we're going to have the M-A-N-E event the main event. I was so waiting for you to call the main event good job buddy good job listen thank you very much we want to make sure that uh, you do come home safe and sound are you coming back to Toronto after New York no I'm going right back to TriStar I'm finishing out camp until uh, the following Wednesday or whatever it is that I go for fight week and then it's it's we rolling, baby. I don't we're know rolling. if you're paying attention to your uh, to your weather app. It is brutal here in Toronto, and we all know that weather travels eastward. Please be careful. Uh, it is uh, we're expecting. I think we've got tons of uh, uh, for all you American fans living in the south. Oh, you guys have no idea what no, we go through here York, in February. Even New York, it's beautiful here. It's beautiful compared. So I think it's like minus two, minus one. Oh, it's an ice rink outside, my friend. It's an ice rink, and it's just going to continue this way. So, Look at this beautiful – like, again, I got New York to deal with. Tough gig. Somebody's got to do it, my friend. 
Good for you. Very proud of you. You know me. I'm not the jealous type. I'm not the envious type, but I do live through you. I want to thank you again. I know we're a bit little. We've gone past uh, what you and I were uh, supposed to go over, but I want to thank you. You know, we had to readjust this, but as always, thank you. And, uh, you know, like I said, follow Elias on on social media. It's absolutely fantastic. Some of the stuff he does, uh, some of the pre-fight physio uh, that Lachlan talks about that we got to see uh, some crazy weird pictures that are could be disturbing, but it's Elias, guys. What do you want from me? Elias, again, thank you, my friend. My pleasure, Joe. There Always you go. Make sure you, get, make sure you guys follow Elias online. At Elias, dude. Once again, thank you very much for tuning in. Those that have tuned in live uh, and to those that are tuning in afterwards, we do go up on Stitcher. We go up on iTunes. FightfulMMA.com for all your product. Follow yours truly at Showdown Joe. Tomorrow, it will be Sean Pearson and I and, you know, parental advisory in full effect. Until then, thank you very much for tuning in. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.